Welcome to ContenderCast, a global leadership and consumer industries entrepreneurship podcast centered on shining a light on bright ideas. And now, here's your host, Justin Hahnemann. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for subscribing and following. It's Justin Hahnemann on the ContenderCast. We're shining a light on bright ideas. Today, we have never covered this product ever. I, on all 400 plus episodes, I cannot even wait. We're talking about coconut spread. Oh my! And when you when you hear about this, like it seems and looks and sounds so yummy. Like I'm I'm very excited about it. Um, you're gonna meet Brianna today. She's the founder of Cocada. Brianna, it's so great to have you on the podcast. Thank you. Excited to be here. I'm so glad you're here. Um, I had fun checking out your product and learning about you, and um. I, I, I just can't wait to jump in. In fact, before we hit record, I was like, I was holding myself back from not wanting to ask you a lot of questions about it because like anything else, if we talk about it before we hit record, then we won't talk about it when we hit record. So um, let's do this. Let's. <laughs> it's, it's crazy how that works. Um, hey, let's talk about you before launching this brand. You're only a year or two in, um, but share a little bit of your background and, and, and how you got into the food business. Yeah, um, it's, it's a funny story. And long story short, I did not intend to get into the food business. Um, so I, I went to Duke University undergrads where I met my ACC. Now yes, ACC. <laughs> um, and Duke is the best school in ACC. I, oh, I went to Georgia Tech. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to some amazing <laughs> games though at Duke, though. Like it's an experience oh, yeah. on basketball, especially unlike any other. But go ahead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I met my co-founder, who's also my fiance at Duke. Um, we both were student athletes. Um, after school, we both went into consulting at a big company called Accenture. Um, so that was like tech space, you know, nothing to do with food. Um, and I also on the side, my fun fact is always, I played for the Jamaican women's national volleyball team. So cool. So yeah, it kept me busy. So I, I, I'm used to being busy. Um, and there's a lot of travel involved, right. With pre COVID consulting, totally national team sports. Um, I was always on the road and I ran into, um, a bunch of different coconut desserts, like everywhere, every other country had it except for us. And, um, wow. I used to buy it and check my bag, um, and would <laughs> run out and I couldn't find anything anywhere. So I kind of made my own version and it happened really organically. Um, and it just like hit me one day, my fiance hates coconut. And he said, um, he loves <laughs> coconut. And that's when I was like, I have a product, <laughs> like product. <laughs> so, so that's, how that's so interesting. Well, yeah, I mean, um, I had not seen, and you're right. I got this product, you don't see it like in the the typical like grocery of today in the U.S. at least. Um, and coconut, like it's, I mean, it just sounds and seems so amazing. But you're right. Some people they either like it or don't, right? And so, mm-hmm. um, but I, I'm so fascinated that you've come up with a, a formula. I'll say, uh, and a, a, the right ingredients to make it just amazing. So, talk about this. Like, how did you do it differently? Like, what makes it unique? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I mean, the big thing is, of course, we're coconut based, and you have coconut butter, but it's not like sweet, you know? Right. Um, and that's a really big difference between coconut butter and our product, Cocada, because we're sweet. We like to say we're like Nutella. Got we're it. based in coconut um, and something called coconut treacle, which is like, we like to say it's like syrup, but from a palm tree, that's an oversimplification, but um, it, it makes it very unique because it has like a deep flavor to it, but it doesn't have like refined sugars to it and it's coconut sugar. So the nutrition content is very different than where we sell, which is in the nut butter category. 
the taste is really unique. Um, so we kind of have like a one of a kind product right now. That's so cool. Um, great for on top of toast, pancakes or waffles and oatmeal mm-hmm. smoothies, uh, sweetener in your baking, add to your yep. morning coffee. I mean, like so many great use cases and it does like your packaging looks a little bit like a Nutella. You know what I mean? It's, I think it, mm-hmm. it's, it's, so I like that because people know what it is. Like they'll know what it is and like, what is this? So, um, okay. So where did you begin? So did you already have product made or did you do your own mix or what did that look like at first? Yeah. So when we first started, honestly, back then, my intention was I'm kind of just going to do this for fun. I did not right. envision ho- what hobby. it turned into. <laughs> yeah. Um, and honestly, thank God, because there's a lot of work that goes into it. So um, I, we started just saying, let's just like sell it to the farmer's market. We're a COVID baby, we like to say. So we were just trying to get out of the house. <laughs> Got it. Uh, <laughs> right. So we started just making it at home. Um, I experimented a lot. And again, I knew I had the right recipe when my coconut hating fiance right. now coconut he liked it. loved it yeah mm-hmm. so we started we were living in durham at the time um and we started sharing it with a lot of duke student athletes because we have that connection as former duke student athletes sure um and we got a lot of feedback that they just they loved it and that's how i knew the recipe was right so once that was the case we home processed for a bit until we got a little too big and then moved into a commercial kitchen um, it was, it was like painful growth for sure. Like doing <laughs> right. it yourself. But that's how like, a lot of like, I, I was sharing with you before we hit record, just some of the stories of others we've had on and so many started at their home kitchen or their home oh, basement yeah. or whatnot. And then grew from there. But how did you figure out like the commercial kitchen thing? Cause remember you didn't come up through food. I mean, did you have mm-hmm. a network? Did you have people that could help you figure that out? No, we didn't have a network at all or anything. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> Like we have no advice from anywhere. So it was a lot of Googling, honestly, and just hoping to God, like, you don't know what you don't know in those moments. Honestly, even now it happens. Um, So it was a lot of Googling. We got really lucky that um, NC State has like this entrepreneurial lab. So they did like testing for us and I could ask them questions and they were very, very helpful. So they kind of directed us um, in a couple different ways and we just grew from there. That's amazing. Um, and then on the packaging side, so what are, how are you packaging it initially like at home? And then has that changed over time as you've grown? Yes. So at first just testing, we stuck it in Mason jars, like most people right. would Perfect. Do, um, with, with post-it notes. Um, <laughs> and I've it. actually posted that. Yeah. We have this picture on our Instagram. I'll just plug the Instagram. Cause it's like the original package, <laughs> which is that, that glass jar with the stick with the post-it the package that I designed myself and now the new package. So, uh, oh, no way. Okada. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was like an evolution, but, um, one personal thing about me is my fiance always says that I'm like a marketer's dream. Cause when I go into the grocery store, I'm like, Oh my God, it's colorful. Oh my God. A, new, a cardboard <laughs> box for water, you know? So I personally, as a shopper will buy something if I like the packaging and I know packaging is, is, is really important. So that was actually our first big, my first big investment into the company was hiring somebody to help us with not just the packaging, but really the branding Got it. to make sure that we had like a consistent look. Sure. Um, so that was the first big, scary jump that we made. And I'm so glad we did it. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. You can uh, follow on Instagram, eat Kokata. So there you go. That's their um, the Instagram follow. Um, and so, so, so that's great. So you got some help on the marketing and branding side of things. Uh, when did it go beyond like, or when did you, when did it go beyond like farmer's market? Hey, we might sell a couple of things. You know, was there a point where things, you know, I take a, took a big step up. What did that look like? Yeah. So we started selling in the farmer's markets in October of 2020. 
Um, we launched on a rainy day and it was really <laughs> nice. rough. Like and I also a year had shoulder ago. surgery too. So like I was in a sling. I'm pretty sure people just pity bought. Oh my <laughs> God. Nice pity bot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but, but we started getting traction and people started recognizing us and people started asking, Hey, are you in any grocery stores? So we were like, okay, let's just approach this one that everyone's telling us to approach these really small, like mom and pop shops in North Carolina, who still are some of our like closest clients buyers today. Sure. Um, so it was like a slow roll. And then, um, we started applying to, you know, different grants and accelerators and all that stuff because we had no experience in food. Um, and we knew that this was going to turn into something really big when we got into target accelerators. Yeah. So they have wow. a program called forward founders for young companies, um, who they think, you know, are, are promising. And when we got into that, we were like, Oh, like we, yeah. We should probably like get ready to like quit a job someday. <laughs> like we're going into food like full time. Right. Um, this is more so than just a hobby. Where we were like, yeah, yeah. And they've been amazing to us. That's an amazing program. But that's when we were like, this is, this is serious. And we can be like, we like to say, we want to be the next almond butter. Like we want to come out of left field. Right. And People love almond butter. I, I hate I, almonds. I love almond butter. So right. That's what we want for Go And Potter. almond butter is booming. We have had um, an almond butter brand or two on the show. And I mean, like, they're just, I mean, that, that category is booming. I kind of, do you put yourself in that category or do you kind of, you feel like you've created your own, like, I'd say, par tangential or parallel category? Yeah. Well, we, we merchandise in the nut butter category. And Got we it. do that for a few reasons. One, I mean, where we created Cocado was from a place of loving nut butters. Like our pantry has like 50 nut butters. So um, one, one thing nice. is, I, don't, I wouldn't say that we're like a direct competitor, like, hey, don't buy almond butter, buy Cocada. Yeah. You can buy both. Yeah, I was going to um, say complimentary. Yeah. Yeah. So it's both a compliment and a substitute. It really depends on how you want to use it. And what makes us unique in that category is we're coconut based. Um, nobody else is. We're also sweet. So kind of like Nutella is in the nut butter section, but sure. it's like its own whole thing. That's why we're there. Got it. Makes sense. Okay. Where'd the name come from? I'm sure people are like, I love the name because I love the sound in it. Um, and mm -hmm. it sounds like coconut, but it's like, but it's in like, we were drinking pina coladas. So we went like Coca Colada. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> so where did Coca <laughs> come from? I know it's not um, that exciting. Actually, that's <laughs> one thing we want to do at an event someday is like a pina <laughs> Coca Lada or something. <laughs> that's hilarious. But yeah. The, the name started as Coco, K-O-K-O. Um, and this is like another sign of like, we just didn't know what we were doing back then. Um, you and then you went to trademark it and there was like yeah. plenty of cocos <laughs> like, already. Who knew there's legal stuff. Right. Um, and we went to trademark um, and obviously that did not work out. So yeah. um, that was hard. And I was really attached to that name because like what you said, it kind of implies coconut in there. So totally. what we did as the former consultants that we are, we have a whiteboard in our home. Oh, we yeah. In the house. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Do yep. a little brainstorm thinking. session, design like, thinking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I love that stuff. I, oh I used to God. run those workshops. I do, I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm totally, I still do today. I shouldn't talk about that. But I mean, like, yeah. I love, I love that. I, and by the way, I spent a couple of years at Accenture as well. So we were, awesome. we were laughing about that before we hit record. Okay, so you got yep. a whiteboard. There's a lot of us. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, so you got, got the got colorful markers. And, <laughs> yep. And with the colorful markers, we sat down. And one thing that I used to have my clients do, so we did, was my co-founder fiance and I were like, let's get all the worst ideas out. Like just okay. to like start getting a little more creative. So we were just like, you know, saying really stupid stuff um, and writing it down. And <laughs> then over time we were like, actually, you know, I kind of like this little piece. Like 
I like this little piece. Um, and we did this for weeks. This wasn't like a one night thing. We had like a running note in our phone that we shared. We, we did this over weeks, but um, where Kokata ended up coming from was we definitely want that coconut sound in there. Yep. Um, and there's a word in Portuguese um, and it, they actually pronounce it Kokata, but it's spelled different um, there. I think it's spelled K-O, no, C-O-C-A-D-A. And it, it's like a bar there. Um, so it's very different product. But we were like, I think this is perfect. It's like, it's it's a new word in English. It still totally. implies coconut, but it has like a history to it. Kind of like, like we feel that our product has a history. Like, like this product was inspired by coconut-based desserts from around the world, from Brazil, Sri Lanka, like India, Singapore, you name it. So we really loved that that word was kind of rooted in the history of a product that inspired Got it. Okada. So that's, that's cool. Where it came from. I really like it. Um, okay. So you mentioned, so for those that are listening that may not know timing here, we're about, you know, a year plus into, you know, the, the, the date that, that Brianna just shared. So um, where are you now product wise? Um, where, where are you guys like, as you think about distribution or sales, like, how are you thinking about that? Yeah, um, we're at a super, super exciting, but also scary time. Um, so we we were really conservative in the first year. Like we we were like, let's get the product perfect. Let's get, let's just make sure we know what we're doing. Like, let's have like our accounting all set up, like all of sure. the things that you need to be successful so you don't get burned down the road. Um, but over the past few months, we've gotten some really great um, attention. Like we want to pitch slam at, at Nosh, Nosh awesome. Pitch Slam yep. in Santa Monica. Very cool. Um, that kind of attention really ex like accelerated the the timeline that we had in our heads. So now thinking about sales and stuff for this year, we're definitely focusing on like the natural retail channel um, on a larger scale. Like everyone says Whole Foods is the dream. And that's like one of the accounts that we're going after, but there are several others as well. So natural channel focus. We're also introducing a few new flavors this year that we just completed the formulation. For ah. I'm super excited about that. Okay. That was something I was going to yeah, ask so you, like line extensions. At Go least ahead. Three more. So like what would, yeah, can you yes. share those um, and what that would look like? Not yet, but I'll, what I'll say is we're going to have one seasonal one um, inspired by some of the flavors I like. Um, Got it. So one seasonal <laughs> one, two permanent ones, and one unique one just for our website. Um, that's not going to be in retail. Oh, that's cool. So, so you direct to consumer. Yeah, yeah. So we, we kind of want to do that omni-channel approach again yeah. as consultant. You know, I'm oh my God, I love it. Bring me some buzzwords. It's so <laughs> yeah. great. <laughs> it's so yeah, great. omni-channel yeah, approach, just like being everywhere. <laughs> like, I don't want my customer to have to look for us. I want I want right. them to say, hey, I want this. Like, just look wherever they want to look and we're there. And there, there um, it is. So yeah. natural retail channel, extending the lines this year. Um, and, and that's the focus, um, scaling national. We are talking to a couple major distributors. So we're really trying to go like this year's our time to go. I'm so excited. Yeah. I mean, and I, I think it's smart, you know, who am I to tell you, but, um, to have a couple of, you know, different flavors, I think it gives options to the buyer, you know what I mean? And also for the retailer that wants to in mm -hmm. inventory or stock, like, you know, maybe a couple of SKUs. I think, I think it's really, it's really interesting and good approach. Um, so I always love to ask our guests, uh, some of their biggest lessons learned you're about two years into the business, about a year plus into kind of getting product out in market, as I just shared. Um, you know, we have a lot of entrepreneurs that listen to our show. What advice would you share with them? To other thought people out there that have ideas like what you have, maybe haven't moved on it yet, or maybe in their early days. Like, what what have you learned already? And I know you've got a lot of growth in front of you, but like, what have you learned? Like, would be two two or three pieces of advice. Yeah. Um, 
number one is, I'm sure a lot of people have said it, like just get started. It doesn't need to be perfect. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that are perfectionists, me included. But um, one thing that somebody um, from my undergrad used to say is like, we want B work. Okay. We don't want A work. <laughs> That's it interesting. Be perfect. We want B work. Um, so if, if when you start, especially B work is stick it in a mason jar and get some feedback. It's maybe brand it yourself at first, like go on Fiverr or something and pay someone 20 bucks to brand it and make sure that it sticks and that people like it and that you feel confident. Cause if you feel confident in the product, then you can move forward. But, but don't wait until you're hundred percent sure. Cause you're never going to be, um, ever. So that's number one. Um, and then I think the second thing is without asking for advice, I don't think we would be where we are. And that includes like reaching out to accelerators, Target being the one that we went with. That includes um, just like cold messaging people on LinkedIn who maybe went to our undergrad and are in the space. Um, Just ask for help. And the worst thing that people can can say is no or not respond. Or no response, right. Yeah, yeah, people exactly. are busy. It's, it's not personal. Totally. Um, but, you know, if, if one in 50 people offer to help and you can like build relationships there and relationships are everything. And especially in CPG, I'm realizing everybody knows each other. It's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a tight community. I used to say that about retail and retail is a really, really tight community mm-hmm. in, in terms of people moving between companies and, and being a part of that community. CPG for many years was somewhat like that, but has moved to be more like that. And especially in the entrepreneurship space. Like, and I see it mm-hmm. with guests like you that I have on that. I mean, I'll look on their LinkedIn, like, Oh my God, they know like eight of the other companies I've had on. You know what I mean? Like, it's really, really cool. Oh, yeah. Actually. There's a whole network yeah, there. It's crazy. It's yeah. Exciting. And there are some people out there like within CPG, it's such a friendly space. I know retailers too. Like everyone is so nice. Um, <laughs> there are people who I look up to. I'm not going to like, actually I'll just name one of them. Like fly by Jing is a brand that I'm obsessed with. I'm obsessed <laughs> with what they're doing. I'm obsessed with the product. Um, I was very like, like intimidated by these, these entrepreneurs who are so advanced of where we are, but, um, you know, if you get the chance to meet them or if you reach out, like they've been where you are, you don't need to be afraid. They're normal people. (laughs) Right. So, yeah. So, so don't, don't be nervous of meeting buyers or entrepreneurs who are further along. Like they are normal people too. And they're very friendly. Totally. So that's my second piece of advice. I love it. That's great. Um, share with our audience where they can find you, connect with you, buy your product, et cetera. Yeah. So we are very active on Instagram and TikTok. It's eat Kokada. It's E-A-T-K-O-K-A-D-A. Um, we're also in retailers in North Carolina. You can find a store locator on our website, eatkokada.com. And we're also on Amazon Prime. Everyone loves Amazon. So you can find it there. <laughs> I love that. Um, Brianna Atkinson, so great to have you on our show. I mean, your early days, like we all know. And I, you know, I just this last weekend was at Costco and I went around and I picked all of the brands up that I've had on the contender cast. And I'm like, this is so cool. And I mean, you could, you're, you're like early days. You're going to be in retail. Yeah. You're going to be in those big box. Like, like it's going to be fun. So you got to yeah. come back on down the road and share yeah. more stories with us. Absolutely. We will. All right. It's so great to have you. Thank you. The Contender Cast is sponsored by Henderson Shapiro Peck and powered by Contender Brands. You can download additional Contender Cast episodes directly via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartMedia, YouTube, and other preferred podcast platforms. If you would like to be a guest on the Contender Cast, connect with us at contendercast.com. This is Brian Benson reminding you 
that every winner started as a contender.